0: where the white women at is to review a new podcast uh, <laughs> and we've got a very special guest uh from the youtube channel for harry with us to discuss this very special movie today <laughs> white chicks Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, 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 I'm just going to start off by introducing my very special guest, Kimberly. Let the lovely uh, people know who you are, where they can get your stuff, you know, because cause you got great stuff. So I want to let them know, you know, where they can find your stuff at.
1: Yeah. So my name is Kimberly Foster. I am a cultural critic and pop culture commentator and i run a youtube channel and website and digital community called for harriet and for harriet the mission it is centered in black feminist politics it's analyzing basically everything about the world through a black feminist lens i thought that that's kind of what's missing from a lot of what we're hearing and so it's everything it's politics it's pop culture it's reality tv it's I don't know. Just anything that I consume. Mm-hmm. Like, that is just the, the the space that I'm coming from. So it's YouTube, it's Instagram, it's Facebook, it's everywhere. And I'm personally Kimberly and Foster, and as in Nicole, um, on all of the platforms.
0: Mm-hmm, for sure, for sure. On all the Instagrams and the Twitters yeah. and, and what have you.
2: Mm-hmm. All
0: right, so... So my first question uh, well I don't even know if it'll be the first question. I just uh, I just thought about this after um, th- 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 so basically this is the last movie. this is the last stop on the uh, Waynes Brothers train before I go on to another uh, filmographer's uh, films. And you know, throughout watching it, I've kind of, I've, I've kind of grown a bit of a, a ranking system for the Waynes brothers that I always kind of felt like growing up. Like, hmm, you know, you know, you have that sort of thing. Like, man, which one is like the funniest one? Which one is the best one? Uh-huh. And uh, I, I, I want to throw, I want to throw a list at you, and I want to, I want to hear how you feel about it. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, the for for the top five Waynes brothers is Damon at number one, Marlon at number two. Keenan Ivory at number three, Kim at number four, and Sean at number five. Tell me what you think. Absolutely
1: about that. <laughs> not. Oh my god. Oh okay. What? Okay. <laughs> Marlon at <laughs> number two. Absolutely not. Um. Mm, wait.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: No. 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 Um. Damon. It's between Damon and Keenan as number mm. one and two i think kenan ivory wayans his influence and what he has done in hollywood especially for around like black content is really undersung we're talking in li- you're right we're talking you're in right. living color we're talking you know, like so many like i mean he directed this movie which is not a good thing on his resume or whatever but like when we're talking that's, like
0: yeah see that's the knock that's the knock
1: that's the knock but we're talking late 80s early 90s like keenan's influence
0: mm-hmm.
1: he opened the door for all this shit like so um i mean we wouldn't have j-lo like okay like come on now so
0: uh okay okay i no, i see you there i was thinking purely in terms of like you know, uh, having a no—you're right in terms of like the influence, but I was thinking in terms of like enjoying their performances, movie to movie wise. I mean, I believe that. But them. yeah, there is that cheat. Like, Keenan Ivory Wayans is a director, and so there's a lot more going there. But um, I just thought of it in terms of, like Damon. To me, always felt like the breakout star of the group. Yes, okay. that kind of. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, should have been she- a bigger leading man. But we know how the '90s was. You know, like that sort okay. of thing.
1: Yeah. Okay, I'm with you there, but I definitely am st- I'm still not putting Marlon in number
0: two. Yeah, you know, okay, see, and, and, I, and I will defend myself on that one, because personally, I always thought Marlon was, like, that wacky, like, breakout star who didn't really get his due. You know, like, it felt like, to me, like, if he had gotten more chances, he could have been, like, the black Jim Carrey of the 90s. You know what I'm saying? But, like he didn't really get his funny man comedy role and so what ended up happening is that cuz like when you see a you know a performance like Don't Be a Menace like oh my god this guy definitely should have like been doing more fun wacky stuff but then you see a movie like this and you're like oh yeah cuz his his comedy is kind of base and doesn't really go anywhere you know what i'm saying I mean, like th- there's those knocks
1: he got four scary movies like i mean like i think that we are really pushing it when we are talking about potential i think we saw it i've seen it <laughs> and we don't really need to stretch it that much. And I also think comparing him to Jim Carrey is insulting. I did feel like... Okay. I did feel like when I was watching, and I guess we'll get into it, like there was definitely some Eddie Murphy influence, like absolutely mm. some Jim Carrey influence, but the brilliance, yeah. like...
0: Oh, no, it's definitely derivative. <laughs>
1: um, And I think Kim is an incredible actor, like... Pariah, so good. I think she's underrated. Even her work on *In Living Color*, so good and interesting. I think that she got. Um, short shrift, because she's the woman in this family, and yes. people don't think women are... That,
0: that's the only reason why I would say, because you just didn't get as much stuff to do. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. people don't think women are funny or interesting or charismatic. I definitely do agree, though, with Sean at the bottom. I think that's a good...
0: That's, a good <laughs> that, that's mainly what I was saying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm bringing up. Cause it up. Because I, I don't know about you, but especially when watching the Waynes Brothers show, it was always like, He has to be the cool ladies man guy character So he can't like joke too much on him And Marlon was always like the No he's the guy that's allowed to be funny You know what I mean Yeah
1: like Sean is the fine one
0: And with Kim like I remember uh, Do you ever see the movie Joanna Man?
1: I have seen that movie
0: she is in that movie in a very small role. And I remember being so annoyed that I was just like you like you see her for a minute, and you're just like, why is she not one of like the main characters hanging out? You know what I'm saying? She gets like five lines in the movie, you know?
1: Yeah, I don't know, about Kara. I don't really care if Kim Williams has a bigger part in Joanna Man, but I think I i agree with you that her talents are so so underutilized she has needs to be cast in more stuff i think she is so versatile like the versatility is really remarkable she's just great she's great Mm -hmm. it is really representative of what happens to really great dynamic black women i think she's lucky Mm. that she's had access to these men who are able to like give her roles and stuff because if she didn't, she would end up like a lot of other super super talented black actresses and just not being shit. And But
0: I mean still I was I was just talking to someone about Deborah Wilson, like last week. Like
2: <gasps> Yes.
0: One of the breakout stars of Mad TV. Yeah. Like. Oh, oh, it's funny that yeah, But saying Joanna Mann, though, it's interesting that we that the, that specific movie is brought up in this conversation because I watched that movie recently and I think it's at least fucking better than this.
1: <laughs> I haven't seen it in Jesus a long time, Christ. but it wouldn't be difficult <laughs> for that movie to be better than this movie.
0: Like, yeah, it, no, it's one of those surprising things where you're just like, wow. I remember having, you know, even as a kid or teenager, you know, my qualms with Joanna Man. but like going back to White Jakes, this is like my mouth was goddamn agape watching yeah. this movie. Yeah, it was quite. And just how...
1: Yeah, it's bad. It's not, it's extremely, extremely bad. But also, when I went back and was doing research on this, because I can't help but research, very popular. Mm-hmm. A very popular film. Very different. Yeah, right the I remember. Office.
0: Mm-hmm, because it was off the heels of Scary Movie 2. So, you know, people wanted to know what they were going to do next, you know?
2: Yeah.
0: And when you see them go from, like, Scary Movie, which is like, you know, satire, parody, you know, they're making fun, like, they're really sending up these, you know, films that have gotten really popular as of late, but, you know, you, th- these guys are seeing through the tropes of them, and then, you know, like, I remember it being the thing of, like, oh, the the pretty white socialite, you know, Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie, like, oh, you know, the, 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 uh, these uh, uh, pop culture um, people of the zeitgeist who, you know, they're not really famous for anything, so they could use a good sending up, but, They do nothing with the material that isn't beyond, like, the most baseline jokes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like...
1: Yeah. I mean, I have trouble... It's incredible. I have trouble with this because I definitely acknowledge that I can be snobby and elitist in what I find compelling. (laughs) Um, And so I have to check Mm. myself and I'm like, am I bringing that lens to this, like obviously oh, some I see what people, you're saying yeah like some people are into it I don't like the bottom of the barrel even though that is a pejorative like I don't like that kind of just like humor and I just thought even though I don't like this genre I thought the um, way that it was even executed was just poor it just was not interesting yeah. to me
0: yeah it, it's, it's just so cheaply done the the Ge- like it, the generic tra- trappings of what the plot is is so like awkwardly and obviously cheaply done that it's just like you're only left to see like the bad comedy that's springing forth from it and you're just like okay this isn't even worth the the trip and it's not even worth the journey you right. know like it's not worth anything that's happening in this movie so if you want to get right into it let's get right into okay. it. <laughs> So, just at the very start, right, I, I, I want to say something. You know, um, the Waynes Brothers have always had, uh, you know, especially when it comes to music, they, they've kind of had their finger on the pulse of kind of what's going on in, in terms of, like, where music is, right? Like, you know, in the late 80s, you had... Uh, I'm gonna get you, sucker. You know, they had the homage to the 70s stuff, but it's kind of like, oh, but this is what 80s hip hop sounds like, you know? And then in the 90s, they kind of brought that same thing with uh, Don't Be a Menace to South Central. You know, they got the fucking Wu Tang Clan and fucking, you know, Pimp C and Bun B on track and shit like that. Like, whoa, that's really showing you what the 90s is, you know what I'm saying? And you go into the 2000s, and I'm like, huh, you know, it's interesting. They start this movie with like this Spanish rap song. And I'm thinking, hey, you know, reggaeton was kind of like becoming a thing in like 2004. Like, that was like a mainstay, you know, you couldn't ignore it around then right so i'm thinking like watching this movie like oh this is really cool they're like starting this off you know keeping that tradition of like you know the waynes brothers being at the head of what's going on in terms of like you know the cultural zeitgeist and what's really popping out there smash cut to (laughs) this awkward barely trying brown face yeah am i am i am i lying
1: (laughs) no i think and that, like I said, I... I just couldn't believe it. I tried to come to this with an open mind. I really did. I've never seen this movie before. So I tried... Mm. Tr- oh, no! I tried to come to it with an open mind, and the fact that our opening scene is a heavy dope, a dose of um, very poorly done racial stereotypes, it was really difficult Awful. for me to hold on. It was so hard. <laughs>
0: I would not be mad at you if you just came to me today and were just like, I just stopped the movie at that point.
1: Yeah, it was rough.
0: (laughs) Oh my goodness. And, you know, and of course, immediately I'm thinking like, okay, you know, the the, the premise of the movie is, oh, these black guys are going to be dressed as white women. And they're going to be doing things that black guys would do, but... (laughs) But, but they're being white girls while doing it That's not how that's supposed to go. Like you know that's the whole conceit mm-hmm. And it's so basically done Like when the actual plot rolls out But just the fact that they start off With this completely insensitive betrayal With Marlon Wayans coming out In this fucking comically Goddamn Cheech and Chong mustache yeah. uh, basically just singing song lyrics from famous Spanish songs he knows, you know, in front of this, like, what they presume to be, uh, you know, Cuban drug lords or whatever delivering, um, you know, what 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 they're codenaming as, uh, ice cream, or what's supposed to be cocaine. And, like, not only is it just kind of insensitive on his face, but, like, I'm the type of person who's like, Okay, I understand that that was, like, you know, done for that reason, but you're trying to get a laugh. It's a comedy movie. Whatever. But then it's just like, it doesn't even work within the premise of what you're doing. Because they're these. Uh, the idea is that Sean and Marlon Wayne's are these two undercover cops who are trying to foil a drug smuggling ring. But in doing so, they're just doing these over-the-top caricatures of Latino people in front of these Latino drug dealers? Like, that just wouldn't work on its face. Like, that's just such a stupidly over-the-top thing in a way that shows that they're obviously not thinking about even, like, basic things like how this plot would work out. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think...
0: It's just... Mm.
1: So, I will say, I can see that they were trying, you know, like they're trying really hard, (laughs) like the prosthetics were not horrible, they were pretty good, but that's when when I felt like I felt the... Eddie Murphy influence. I feel like the Jim Carrey influence mm. of them trying to like show off their versatility and like we can do different characters and watch us do this. Yep. It's just offense. It's offensive. It's not. It's not compelling. It's not subversive. It is just like the most basic racist thing that you can put out there to get a cheap
2: laugh.
0: It basically felt like, you know, okay, this is a. Uh, subgenre in comedy right the the funny man dressed as a woman trope right like we saw it with Robin Williams we saw it with Martin Lawrence we saw it with Eddie Murphy but their spin on it is to be like but they're white girls yeah. oh man oh, you didn't see that right. coming oh those those Waynes brothers yeah. you know <laughs> but they barely fucking tried like in terms of plot as well as in terms of when you get into you know what's actually going on so you know the very first scene like i said it starts off with this awkward barely trying brown face marlon waynes as someone who i you know i I will come into this podcast i put him at number two because you know he 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 was the funny man kind of like Kel character to me. You know, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like, the Keating the Kel character, but, like, he was actually allowed to do more in, in the 90s. You know, I'm not alone on this, right? Like, you kind of wish Kel had done more funny man shit in the 90s. You know, what did he get? Like, Mystery, uh, the Mystery Men and the Keenan and Kel show. You know what I'm saying? I'm really not super so, up
1: on my Kel Mitchell. I mean, I did see Mr.
0: Bean, but I was really really that <laughs> You down you don't need to be
1: out, like 8 or something, really super young. And I didn't really watch all that. I I mean, I was mm, like no. under 10, so I don't really super remember it, but I I remember him mm. being talented, I think. But I I do understand oh, no, what you're trying sure. to say yeah
0: yeah like that oh no i'm totally speaking about my bias right now like the idea of like i really like this black footy man comedy guy marlon waynes you know what i'm saying i like that kind of guy and then it's just like oh but then he does this movie and it's like god damn it (laughs) you know and so like i see him running around being all wacky and shit and it's like i understand this is the only you know you know forum you get to do something like this but it's just like You're not even fucking trying like the whole shtick is just him doing song lyrics. Of fucking you know Selena and and uh, uh, fucking a Santana song or something like that like that's the whole bit and like maybe if it had been like they're confronting like white drug lords that maybe oh oh they're Latino you know they're Latino drug lords maybe these white guys don't know how Latino dudes act you know what I'm saying so maybe there could be that like oh well they don't know that they're acting weird like that so it makes sense but it's like you're literally in front of these Latino dudes like. You, it just looks like you're insulting them. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah it's
1: basic. It's
0: very basic. <laughs> There's not even like a, oh, he kind of speaks Spanish. No, it's just, he's just singing song lyrics. Like if it was a white guy doing this, like this oh, would be totally. completely unacceptable.
2: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <totally>. <laughs> you know what I'm
0: saying? Like it, yeah, like, the fact that it this kind of happens at the beginning kind of brings things into sharp relief. Like, it's just like, this totally wouldn't be okay if a white guy was doing this. And, you know, it's not exactly the same if you flip, like, a, you know, a white guy pretending to be a black woman as we saw, in, uh, or maybe didn't fucking see in, uh, what was that movie that came out, like, either this year or last year? There was some movie about like a radio, white radio host pretending uh-huh. to be a black woman. I, don't know,
1: it's like Laquisha I th- or something. I, something like that. Yeah, like stereotypical name.
0: Oh yeah, you know the whole fucking motivation for why they're doing what they're doing, right? Yeah. The the idea is that uh, you know, th- th- these are you know rogue cops. It, it's this fucking trope, right? Again, going into these movies, we saw it with Big Mama's House, but it's done so ridiculously here that you're just like, this has to be a parody. But it's not smart enough or silly enough to be a parody. That's what it feels like at the end of the day. It feels like it's supposed to be this parody of these types of, you know, guy pretending to be a woman movies, but it's just so basic that it's like, You guys aren't trying. This is just fucking stupid. This is just bottom-of-the-barrel shit. Basically, the whole motivation, the flimsy-ass motivation for why they did and are doing what they do is because, like, oh, you know, we're gonna be hero cops at the end of the day, right? Like, you know, we're going rogue and doing all we're doing because we're gonna be heroes, and, you know, if we just, uh, uh, subvert and go against what the chief of police tells us, then eventually the chief will recognize just how good we are and, uh, promote us. Which, you know, (laughs) maybe, uh... In general, people don't want to hear any sort of narratives about how, oh, these two cops are uh, going a little against the grain. Right. But, you know, they get the job done.
1: Yeah, so, but, <laughs> but I think what is really interesting is, I mean, you mentioned about how common this trope is, and I think something, not to mm. be too political at this point, but I think something that is really interesting to, like, look back and review is, like, um, how many cop narratives there are in all kinds of entertainment, from comedy to drama to musicals, etc. Like, Mm -hmm. cops are, like, the people that we want to root for. They're the underdog. They're how we make black people accessible, how we humanize black people in these roles. Mm. And so, now, you know, 31-year-old Kimberly, I can look at that and be like, oh, we have some more (laughs) pro-cop propaganda. Um, Obviously, it's, like, (laughs) poorly made pro-cop propaganda. But again, like, making them being these 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 scruffy FBI agents and these scrappy FBI agents and all they want to do they just want to do
0: their you know
1: give them a give them a shot like just let them do it and they're actually (laughs) heroes like that is it's propaganda for us to be like oh yeah (laughs) FBI you're good and
0: and you know what's the funny thing about it is they foil the fucking mission yeah (laughs) So it's like, it's literally proof within the movie that, no, they probably shouldn't continue doing this because they fuck it up.
1: Right? They're bad. They're actually like, bad at their jobs.
0: Yeah, like, the thing goes wrong. The The wrong guys uh, come in and they barely even try to get any fucking intel. I don't know how they got in charge of this place. Like, who did they contact to, like, be like, hey, don't come to your bodega today. You know, I'm gonna be taking over. And... And because there's apparently a cocaine shipment coming in, I don't know how they did that shit. But okay, whatever. You know, they 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 they're in the store, and uh, um, the actual ice cream men come in and and give them the ice cream, and they're like, oh no. Then uh, after this whole thing happens, where they they rough up these uh, you know normal civilians, <laughs> yeah. probably fucking you know immigrants in Florida just trying to fucking make their way. Okay. When you think about it, uh, that that's actually what I was originally thinking about, like actually yeah so when the scene happens where they go like oh we're FBI you know uh, don't fucking run and oh he's gonna run and then he starts running the first thing I was thinking is like when it gets revealed that like oh it was actually those other guys that were the uh, drug dealers I was thinking like hey maybe this guy is just like a fucking you know immigrant who doesn't want any fucking problems with the with the police Right, right? <laughs> you know like <laughs> and so it's just like wow you just harass this guy yeah
1: police brutality <laughs> is hilarious
0: <laughs> yeah. That's basically what the scene kind of unfolds as when you think about it. But oh, it's funny though because this that Sean and Marlin, you know. Yeah. Um so yeah, uh Jesus Christ. So we go from that <laughs> to uh, God damn it. So we get the next scene where the chief of police comes in and it's the guy from um you ever seen that movie uh down to earth with chris rock
1: not in 15 years
0: <laughs> the, well, that, that was one of those like big movies me and my sister used to watch a lot <laughs> so uh yeah the, the the manager from that movie for chris rock is the chief of police and i cannot for the life of me remember what the fuck that guy's name is but he's like a really big like black actor like i see him in a lot of fucking movies um, so basically, he's disappointed, and, and these two guys saying like, "Oh, you know, you you, you, you messed up the drug dealing, you know, come in tomorrow, I'm gonna have your badge." You know, the, the typical chief of police stuff. In the middle of it, he gets a phone call. Uh, in the middle of it, Marlon gets a phone call from his <laughs> shrewish, nagging girlfriend, right. and oh my god, it like again, the tropes are so fucking basic. Like it's like uh, she calls him. Uh, she calls Marlon, and you know she's she's talking to him. And, oh, you know why doesn't she just understand that he's you know having a hard day at work? You know, and you know she he hangs up on her. Then all of a sudden, the chief of police gets a call, and oh, it's Marlon's girlfriend still calling. Oh, ho oh, oh. this, this woman just doesn't understand that maybe you shouldn't interrupt your boyfriend when he's doing fucking FBI work. Right. Like,
1: she has nothing to do, so, like, all she has to do is check up on her right. boyfriend and be jealous. Yep.
0: Again, you'd think this was a fucking parody, but it's not smart enough.
1: Yeah, very, very basic, oh, very stereotypical god. depiction of women like all throughout the movie, but the girlfriend and like the when he's explaining, like, it's only eight o'clock, I left at seven forty, and I was like, Oh my god, you guys like, Come on now. Yeah
0: yeah and, and you know they have the little cheap dig in of course where it's like oh uh baby if i did this and did this at that time i'd only have two minutes like oh what what you know you think i could cheat on you in two minutes and you know she gives him like the the the, the sideways glance you yeah. know and it's like oh that got him but it's just like no nah, but seriously though why are you making the girlfriend this like unreasonably nagging woman like why you know
1: because it's easy because we're not doing we're not doing interesting or new or innovative in this film we're just getting it out there
0: (laughs) yeah we're just we're doing the basic tropes but we're doing it so bare bones that that's what's supposed to be funny about it that's what it feels like you know
1: yeah and honestly i have to admit that like i am sure that there are people for whom this is this is the funniest shit like i'm sure that if i tweeted about this people be like white chicks is my favorite movie
0: well, see, and this is how I feel about it. Like, there are funny moments in it, but those moments are purely because of like the actor at the time being able to to flip a funny scene real quick. You know, it's like it's nothing that in any way justifies this whole movie. You know what I'm trying to right. say?
2: Yeah.
0: Like, um, um. Okay, so go, going into it, uh, we, we get the we get what the plot is, right? So the uh the, the the Wilson's uh are are the heiresses to you know this really rich company and uh, uh the, the the they have to um the, the FBR trying to you know get them to their place on time because th- there's been some rumors that they're gonna get kidnapped or, or there's some sort of evidence that they're gonna get kidnapped or something like that I don't know why a kidnapper would give you evidence ahead of time that they were gonna kidnap you but whatever the fuck right we need the plot to happen <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, they have evidence that someone's gonna get kidnapped And, but who wants to Babysit for these uh, Two spoiled chicks You know, and uh, you know, Sean is uh, the headstrong brother He's like, oh, well, you know I I think the police should forgive the fact that we <laughs> Beat up Three guys Who had nothing to do with the situation Right And uh, Should let us be on another case So they barge in the room And they're like, you know, uh, chief, you should take us seriously. And, you know, the the chief looks at them and says, oh, (laughs) they're a little bit of dramatic irony here. They didn't see what was going on beforehand, that no one wanted this case. So so you guys are on this case now, and it's a case about just having to (laughs) babysit these two girls. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (sighs) So, yeah, that's the contrivance to get where we need to get. And then we get the actual Paris Hilton stand-ins themselves, and I'm even disappointed with these girls, like, even on the realm of, like, these girls are supposed to be the parody of these type of girls, because, you know, I'm a little ashamed to admit, but look, fuck it, I was young. I was on the IMDb boards, you know, uh, when people were talking about, the, oh, Paris Hilton. How can you be rich and just be famous and not do anything? And blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm <laughs> but saying? But that was like, popular
1: I opinion was... at the time. Like that's okay. Like exactly. everybody felt
0: that way. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know, so so it's kind of like, oh, ooh, these girls are gonna gonna get taken down a notch, and it's like they barely even do that, you know, like. It, <laughs> It's, like, the two girls, like, it's such the, like, over-the-top... This whole movie is just, like, mugging in general. But, like, I don't even feel satisfied at, like, the way that these characters do the the over-the-top, spoiled chick role. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I
1: mean, nobody is giving great performances in this film. Um, (laughs) I think what I was surprised by, and, like I said, never saw the movie, was how good the... Like, I wasn't... I wasn't expecting them to look like that. Like, I've seen pictures before this of Sean and Marlon in the white chick's, like, makeup and prosthesis and all of that. I didn't realize mm-hmm. that the actual women actually look like th- Like, okay, I'm not even trying to be rude or uh, yeah, okay. shitty. I promise <laughs> you I'm not. But I was like, oh, like, that's kind of close. Like, it was, um, okay, this is mean. I'm just saying. Okay, shout out to <laughs> the special effects people. Like, shout out to them because they did a great
0: job. No, <coughs> you're right in that respect. I mean, to look like who these specific two girls look like is the best that yeah, like you could do with making Sean and Marlon look like them. But just in terms of like the representation, is like I didn't even really believe. I didn't even really believe that they were like these two spoiled heiresses that are in their early twenties. You know yeah. what I'm saying, like. Like, I barely believed that, you know, in the first place. So, like, w- with the way they're overreacting, like, the I'm gonna have a BF and all this sorts of stuff. And it's just like, this doesn't... I don't know. It just... It, it, again, it's the trying to do the... Just shooting at the softest targets, first of all. But, like, not even really clearing that gate, you mm-hmm. know? And the, ho- the whole reason why it even happens... Why this contrived-ass fucking movie even happens in the first place, right? Because let's fucking break it down. <laughs> so, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the white girls are really interested. They're like, oh, you know, you got I already gave to the Negro uh, Foundation Fund or something like that. And, um, you know, they're like, oh, no, we're actually supposed to be helping you uh, get to where you need to get. Um, and, uh, you know, there's a bit of a funny scene where Marlon's in the back of the car <laughs> when the car takes off, and he's like, this isn't fair, and he like, the car takes off and his face gets pushed up against the screen. That, that got a good cheap laugh out of me, <laughs> you know? I'm not I, I'm not gonna act like I didn't. Didn't do um, it for
1: me, but I understand. <laughs> look, I'm saying, look I'm saying, I understand what you're saying. I, I, I appreciate... Okay, so this like, is where I'm, I might be coming around a little bit on your... Sean, take. Okay. I do appreciate the commitment. I appreciate Mm -hmm. the willingness to do (laughs) all of the physical stuff and look weird. You see what I'm saying? (laughs) Okay. It's definitely there.
0: Commitment to the bitch. Yes. (laughs) As bad as it may be. (laughs) Oh, man. Um but then just going into the actual fucking scene itself the reason why any of this shit even happens is because the dog gets up on the dashboard and just confuses Sean while he's driving or something like that and then they just go, whoa, like, going off the rails and he's trying to pull the dog back and the dog ends up, like, you know, falling out of the car and Sean is holding on to the dog by the collar and the car is spinning out of control and the whole time I'm just like, just stop the car like, just pull over (laughs) like, what? like there's no there's no reason why this is happening and, you know what I'm saying like
1: and also it's oh, were also say? just like I don't know it's hard for me to laugh at like hurting an animal it's like uh, I, I, yeah like, you guys <laughs> oh, is the dog okay like what are you doing it's it's too much
0: yeah it, it's, it's the same thing in fucking soul plane oh my god you ever see that movie
1: I have not <laughs>
0: Uh, for, for your own sanity, avoid it. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the, there was a scene where a, a dog gets sucked into an air, play, air jet engine or whatever the fuck. It's such a dumb fucking movie. Uh, going back to it, though. <laughs> so, again, you have this situation where they could have just fucking stopped the car, but whatever. All right, we have to have this action sequence where things are going awry. And in in the fray, the, the two uh, rich white girls get minor... Like, the fucking minorest of cuts. Like, one gets a slight scar on the nose, and one gets a slight, like, bump on the upper lip, right? right?
1: Laughably small. So, uh,
0: and... Yeah, and because of that, they fucking freak out, they're gonna have a BF, uh, a bitch fit, and, uh, you know, Marlon, uh, Sean is, like, just, oh man, he's trying to figure out what's gonna happen, he's like, oh, uh, well, how about you guys just stay here, and this uh hotel you guys just stay here and 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 don't come out and th- and that'll be okay cuz you know they're freaking out they're about to call you know the 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 FBI chief of police you know because cuz they're freaking out and he's like, oh, okay, don't worry about it. Just stay in here. And, and you want to stay in here, right? Because you, you don't want anyone to see your your freakish scarred scarred up faces, right? And they're like, oh, no. And he's like, all right, so just stay in here. And he's like, oh, you know, Sean, Marlon's like, oh, man, what are we going to do, brother? And, you know, he does this fucking comically over-exaggerated, like, oh, I'm going to hang myself by my tie, which is so fucking dumb. Um, just tone deaf in terms of, like, just these fucking cheap-ass jokes. Totally. Like... It, it, it's just like strangely dark for this movie where he's just like well just gonna go commit suicide like okay I get it you're joking maybe on a Wayne's Brothers episode that would be funny but like this is a movie where you're actually trying to portray a character like what the fuck right. <laughs> like am I just supposed to watch your character like seem like he's about to commit suicide right now <laughs> <laughs> you know but uh you know the chief of police calls and sean picks up and he says oh every, you know everything's fine everything's gonna be okay you know with his you know mike tyson tweety bird voice you know <laughs> and uh yeah uh, oh this fucking dumbass cheap ass gag where marlon tries to take the phone and sean just grabs his brother by the balls oh my to keep him from getting the phone and it's like Huh?
1: So there are so many times Who, in this film when I was like, I am so not the audience. I'm so not the audience. <laughs> but, like, that kind of just middle school boy humor, I was like... Absolutely. I just... Yeah. Yeah. It's not for me. And it,
0: Like, but even... So, like, the way I feel about this type of shit is it's like, you can make lowbrow humor, but I feel like... I feel like everything has a hierarchy to it, you know, like, uh, in in terms of music, like, all right, you know, yeah, there's shitty dance music, but, you know, there's the Black Eyed Peas and then there's LMFAO. You know what I'm trying to say? I do. (laughs) You get what I'm trying to say? I think you get what I'm trying to say. I get it. There is
1: (laughs) a, yes, there is a hierarchy. Okay. Okay. I'm on, I'm on the train. Yeah.
0: So, like, the way I feel is it's like, yeah, and I feel like in past movies that they have done that I've reviewed on the show, it's been like, no, yeah, it's definitely lowbrow humor, but, like, ah, didn't it make you laugh? Didn't it throw you off? Didn't it, you know, didn't it get that reaction out of you that you kind of want from a movie that's trying to, like, take you to these funny, weird places? But this movie is just so bare bones in its humor. It's, like, not fucking worth the... Even the good laughs that you get out of it, which we haven't even fucking got to, to yet. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, and again, speaking of the forced laughs, Sean gra- grabs Marlon by the balls, which, again, no brother would fucking do, but okay, maybe there's some douchebag brothers out there that would grab their brothers by the nuts. F- fucking fine. The only reason they did it anyway was just to have the cheap mugging for the camera gag of, you know... Uh, marlin you know uh, eyes bugging out with this vein popping like oh no oh that's crazy my brother grabbed me by the balls ah! like i'm sorry you wouldn't be my fucking brother anymore if you're doing that shit but okay <laughs> um so then we get the actual setup where sean is like oh you know, Marlon's like, hey, you, you fucking, um, you know, you have this whole mission where, where you're trying to get us to do this shit. Well, how the fuck are you going to, how, how are we going to make this work? And Sean goes, don't worry, I'm going to call a guy. And he just calls some guy named Josh, who's like, and he's like, hey, Josh, how would you like to be part of the team?
1: Okay, so here's where I like, was like, did, were we introduced to Josh? <laughs> did I miss something? Was Josh introduced before? No! <laughs> okay, because I thought no. I had zoned out and missed where we were introduced to him he just showed up
0: <laughs> yeah like there should at least be like some sort of establishing scene where he's like you know maybe he helped him out with the prosthetics before and he's like oh come on man help me with this. i'll help you out with the next mission like did it's just like fucking something but it's just like out of but fucking nowhere it's just like hey josh how'd you like to help and then it's just like I, like i'm just thinking like how do you just know someone offhand who just has boob prosthetics? Like, what? It's just so glossed over. It's just yeah, impossible it's, to believe. Super
1: confusing. Had no idea.
0: <laughs> and you know, you get this—you uh, get this uh, montage. Again, they play the, the infamous line from uh, *Blazing Saddles*: "Where the white women at?" You know. Uh, uh, and and the guy comes in. You know, he's putting on all the prosthetics with his team. Then there's one scene which is just kind of dumb where, like, Marlon has the prosthetic boobs put on him and he opens his eyes and looks down and he gets all disgusted and he's like, "Ah!" he freaks out and it's just like, um, did you not know what you were doing? Like, what? Right. Uh, Again, it's just these cheap jokes of, like, yeah, just like, oh, a black man doesn't want to be feminine. Whoa, that's weird. You know, like, it's just the most basic laugh of that instead of, like, just, like, the basic understanding of the scene of like, oh yeah, if these guys were doing the scene, yeah, he'd probably feel some rubber breasts and be like, oh, let me see how they feel. What the fuck is it? You know, like it would be that type of scene, like, okay, this is weird or whatever, but he wouldn't just freak out and run like right. I thought he was in on this gimmick too, exactly. wasn't he? So why is he just being weird? Yes. Um but but there was the quick line where afterwards, you know, after Marlon freaks out, the guy just looks over he's like, No, you're right, we should make him bigger. <laughs> I thought that was at least a little funny, but again, not worth even the setup of what was happening. You know?
1: Yeah. I mean, it was just... I don't know. I just could have done without the toxic masculinity of that, but, um, yes. Oh, absolutely. A little, a little funny, like, throw a one-liner.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, so... We see the white chicks, uh, the, the titular white chicks, and and... And they look, they just look like white Shreks. <laughs>
1: okay, <laughs> it's so, like white Shreks that kind of <laughs> almost look like the original white girls. Like, yes, it is horrifying. It is horrific. But at the same time, I was like, maybe that's, I mean, for 2004, like prosthetics is like, wow, like, this is very... Um, like
0: uh, there was the attempt, there was the act of attempt. Yeah, yes. like
1: y'all really had a budget for this, but still, if you saw that in real life, it would literally be horrifying.
0: It, no, it, I'll put I'll I'll give you this. It was good enough prosthetics to the point where when there was the inevitable scene where you know some friends show up and they have to you know put on the prosthetics really quick, like when they came to the door and like they had it all on, I was just like. Okay, I don't believe that. <laughs> like, no, <laughs> there, there would be a little bit more time than that, <laughs> you right. know. Um, and uh, so, and then there's also the question of okay, so we have this flimsy premise. Oh, uh, we kept the girls in a hotel, and we're taking their place. Doesn't the chief of police want to know where they are? D- doesn't the chief of police want to know where Sean and Marlon, like where they went? <laughs> <laughs> you know, right. like, there's just no question. That
1: is such a good <laughs> point. Oh my gosh, I never thought of this. Like, how are they, have they just disappeared?
0: Yet, this movie just falls apart as soon as you think about it. <laughs> and the, the reason why I was thinking about it, because later on there was a scene where, of course, you know, uh, Marlon's nagging girlfriend uh, calls him and is like, oh, where are you? And, you know, of course, there's the misunderstood situation where okay so the girls are trying to put on clothing in a in a in a in a you know fitting uh, um a fitting room and one of the women that works there just kind of walks in on the uh, on marlon trying to put on the clothes and goes like oh well hey let me just help you it's like Bitch, no, that's not how that goes <laughs> That's first of all But all just done for the contrivance of like Oh, uh, the girl here's on the other end of the line You know, his girlfriend hears. Oh, let me fit the head into the hole You know, that sort of a you know, Misunderstanding, the sitcom misunderstanding That always fucking happens You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And it's just so like you, just, just, you did this such a fucking contrived setup Just to get to this point But then, the whole time, what I'm thinking is Wait a minute, doesn't she know that he's an FBI agent? doesn't she know that he sometimes may have to go on covert missions? Like, is there no communication at all here? Because, like, she goes like, oh, oh," you know, where are you this whole time? Oh, you need to be home by this. It's like, okay, he just went off to, like, the fucking Hamptons for the weekend that this movie takes place. Did he not tell her that he had a mission or anything? Right. You know? Yeah, that's such a good And it's fucking... Yeah. Oh, I mean, you know, not that they have a, a great uh, <laughs> line of communi- communication, uh, a line of communication on the front, because you see them uh, in the I think like one or two scenes they have together, where you know she's trying to talk to him. And he's fucking falling asleep, like, comically, like, oh, I'm just, i you know, I'm just the typical guy. You know, just give me a beer in the sports game and anything beyond that. I just can't pay attention. And, like, and, of course, you know, the thing that she's saying is, like, you know, basically the whole scene is, like, oh, you know, Marlon, you never pay attention to me. And he's like, oh, no, I'll pay attention to you right now. Tell me how you feel. And, of course, you know, how she feels is it something important that, you know, maybe is related to, I don't know, you know, work or or what hopes or aspirations or some shit no it's just like I was trying on this dress yesterday and I wanted to know how you felt and it's just like oh my god right. yes. <laughs> yes yes it's, it's it's just so basic it's fucking insulting man uh, and the only thing I could think of when I was thinking of this movie, I mean, amongst the, uh, you know, cheap the cheap joke that, of course, they were gonna gonna go for, uh, where it's like, oh, you know, they get out of the car as the white chicks and, of course, the first fucking thing that happens is they get you know, um, maybe not harassed but, like, you know, just street uh, uh, you know, street called at mm-hmm, you know. Cat
1: called.
0: Cat, cat called. Cat called, yeah, that's the word. And, uh, you know, uh, the first time it happens, it's Marlon and he kind of, like, goes off the hook like, and, of course, he's, like, <laughs> He has this deeper voice than he ever had on the rest of the movie. You know what I mean? it's like, oh man, who the fuck you think you are, son? I'm gonna fuck you up, son. And it's just like, okay, you weren't even acting like that earlier in the movie. That's not even the type of character you were, but okay, whatever. Oh, he just doesn't realize that. You know, and maybe there's even like s- some inkling of social commentary you could get from that right like oh you know guys just you know they don't understand how it's like hey man you know it happens sometimes if you're a woman you can get casually just like you know bothered like that like that's the thing that can happen the little shred of commentary that you can get from that is just undercut by the fact that they just They do the gag twice they literally just do the gag twice where it's like oh but then the other brother gets uh, a cat called by someone and goes hey man what the fuck are you doing son but it makes even less sense in that in that aspect because he's like he sounds like he's acknowledging that he's a girl, but he's also still having, like, the deep voice. He's like, nah, man, you know, let me you know, hold my G-string and we can handle this, son. And it's just like, okay, well, if you know that you're supposed to be a girl, why are you still doing the deep voice? It's just, like, so dumb on its face. It just expects you to laugh from the idea of, like, oh, you don't expect a white girl to be saying that. Yeah, so you I know? do think
2: that
1: that's, that's an interesting point about the potential for social commentary on, like how women don't really have... don't have control over our bodies. Like, women's bodies are public property. Mm-hmm. But there's also, like, the homophobia, right? Like, I feel like the intention I, exactly. of that guy is... It
0: gets overridden by that. Is
1: homophobia <laughs> of, like, no, I'm a man, so yeah. don't touch me, man.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I thought maybe there was some, some little digs going in there about... Because, uh, you know, when... Uh, I thought that maybe there were some little digs in there about, like, plastic surgery culture or whatever the fuck, right? Because, you know, they they, they meet up with their friends that they apparently haven't seen in a year. Uh, So, you know, Sean and Marlon posing as the girls meet up with uh, the 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 friends that they haven't seen in a year, so like, oh, you know, it would make sense. Maybe they don't recognize them, and they go like, oh, you know, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, uh, grandma, why are your lips so big? <laughs> you know, <laughs> grandma, why? <laughs> How did you get taller? You know, what I'm saying that they have that whole ordeal, but like they kind of cover up with it by going like, oh, I got collagen. Oh, I got my knees done. Like, oh, that's a thing you can do now. And I was thinking like, maybe that's a little bit of saying something, you know, there. I don't know. What do you think of that? I I didn't
1: see it. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, I didn't see yeah. it. But now that you're... bringing, yeah.
0: all right. Let's not give him credit. I was
1: like, I guess if we can stretch it a little bit, I not really see it. But okay. Okay. <laughs>
0: It, it wasn't that clever <laughs> I, I wanted to comment real real quick on just how incongruous this fucking movie is in terms of like it's it, it's just fucking racially tone deaf right okay so you have earlier in the movie uh sean Marlon are these two black guys who are being really insensitive to like latino culture at large um and then you later have the scene where they're pretending to be the white girls, right? And then one of the uh, agents that they don't know is an agent, right, uh, happens to be Latino. Actually, wait a minute. No. The Sean and Marlon should know that these guys are two of the agents. Because remember, th- there's uh, the white and the Latino agent. You know, the white dude who's from a uh, fucking Night at the Roxbury. I can't remember what else he was in. Okay, so, yeah, you have earlier in the movie like they were being really insensitive to like latino people and then you have this scene where they're playing the white girls right you know and like the latino guy pretending to be like a concierge at like the hotel or whatever the fuck he comes up to them to help them with their bags and they continue to be like really racially insensitive towards him like calling him wolfgang paco and all this sort of shit and it's just like uh well are you commenting on the racism of the white girls? because you guys are kind of racist towards the team's at the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. so what, what's happening here? Yep, yep.
1: And it's so interesting, because after I looked at the credits, is there's like six writers on this movie, and it's like, you guys <laughs> need to get your so, shit together, because none of this makes any sense.
0: Who the fuck... Yeah, who the fuck is to blame? I want names. <laughs> and the whole reason why uh, uh, this scene pans out the way it does is because... Uh, the concierge is just like, oh, you know, I need your, uh, uh, you know, ID and credit card, please, you know, and she does, and you know, uh, Sean pulling out his credit card is like, oh, snap, oh, it just looks like me, he you know, pulls a thing where he's like, oh, I'm just going to do like the white girl does at the beginning of the movie and get irrationally angry. Yeah. Huh? Get it? See, you know, she goes like, what? You want my ID? I can't believe this. I'm going to call your manager and da-da-da-da-da. Yeah, but I actually thought
1: that was interesting. So I think that... About halfway through this movie, I was like, oh, actually, I can see the commentary here. So I do think it's, like, super Mm. poorly executed, but there is... I mean, we're having all of these conversations right now about white womanhood and how white women Mm -hmm. weaponize fragility and how white women weaponize their anger, and I thought it was actually pretty astute like the the fact that mm. they knew to tap into that outrage like tap into that can i speak to the manager energy like that's a real thing okay yeah like i was told I'm by seriously. apple okay. care like tapping into that like they did it obviously not entertained. like not great we'll never watch this movie <laughs> again but i felt <laughs> what they were trying to do there
0: Maybe if there was just some sort of better setup, it could have worked, but it just felt so contrived the way it was set up. Like, oh, yeah, of course, like, a hotel concierge would ask you for your, ho- you know, your ID and your fucking credit card. Like, you know what I mean? It's just such a, like, I mean, yeah, you know, it's just so, like, rock stupid that it's just like, but okay, they're making that point, mm-hmm. and, you know, yeah, it's just awkwardly done. Uh, then we get to the the white party, and, and now... <laughs> We can talk about your boy.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Terry
0: fucking Cruz, who just goddamn steals the movie, in my opinion.
1: I mean, okay, I'll give you that. (laughs) Um, I mean... It's, it's
0: just so over the top. Like, he is in the movie that this should have been. You know what I'm you trying know what? to say? I will
1: say that I, like, did not really laugh. The one line that I laughed at genuinely was a <laughs> line delivered by Terry Crews. So I will absolutely mm-hmm. give him that. Like, he was working. He was working. He earned his paycheck. Mm-hmm.
0: His yeah. E- exactly. Exactly. That, that That's how I feel. It's like, it's not that it's... Great material, but look, if you're an actor, you do the best with what you can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you, you you can't say he didn't do the best with what he can.
1: Yeah, he was also <laughs> extremely committed. Like, I will say, I think casting him as a basketball player is strange. I don't know.
0: I also... Yeah, that threw me off. I was saying like, nah, a big dude like him, he would be a football player. Like and what? Terry Crews like, was a football and, and, and player in
1: real life, so that yeah, was perfect.
0: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So it just it, it, that did throw me off, like just all, off the rip. And then he has the line, and he's like, maybe summer in the Hamptons, but it's snowing up in here. Yeah,
1: funny. I mean,
0: yes, yeah, funny. And, <laughs> just now, now of course. I think, like, what's happening here, right, is the, the commentary on, you know, the, the, the black guy who gets big and sells out and only wants the white chicks, right? Like, that th- that's what they're going for here, you know? The, the over-the-top uh, 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 sending up of that type of character. Th- that, that's what I was getting. Uh, uh, <laughs> There's one scene where he's talking to her, he says, "Once you go black? You gonna need a wheelchair, <laughs> and then a woman in a wheelchair <laughs> comes up and he's like, "Hey, Chanel, Ty- how have you been?" And he's like, "Uh," <laughs> and he you know calls his uh fucking froggy, his uh you know his his uh you know uh fucking wh- who would you call him? You know who's the P Diddy guy who held the umbrella? His uh. <laughs> yeah.
1: Ben- he's Bentley Fonsworth. His, he's like- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah Fonsworth Bentley. Yeah, I was trying to think of what
0: the yeah, name he, was. Yeah, he calls. He calls in to sort of scoot her out of the way. Like, I at least loved the gag of, like, oh, you know, he's saying this thing that sounds exaggerated, and then, like, oh. Uh, and then, you know, an actual one comes up. Like, I at least appreciate, like, there at least being gags happening here. Right?
1: Lots of bits. A lot um, of bits. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: There's the bit with the yo mama thing that I feel is a bit prolonged and could have used better jokes. Uh... <clears throat> But that's the big scene that a lot of people I remember quoting when the movie first came out. The the, You know, yo yo mom is so old, uh, her breast milk is like this, and you know, blowing the fucking uh, powder out, which is like, where the fuck did you even get the powder? Exactly, like how are you
1: prepared for this? (laughs) I mean, I'll also say that those (laughs) like white women actresses, like, those poor women, like, they moved to L.A. like, with the dream. You know, they wanted to be on Melrose Place, and... This
0: is what they, like, end up in. Oh, no. (laughs) Not like this.
1: Yes. So sad for them.
0: Oh, man. Okay, so then we get probably the reason why this movie was made. Uh, The scene where the, the, the two black guys dressed as white chicks are hanging out with the white chicks. And, you know, they're listening. They're, you know, they're going down the street listening to the radio. And Vanessa Carlton comes on. And, okay... Can I say some Am I tripping or oh, is this song kind of a bop at the time? Oh, that's not right like I'm not
1: at all. That's a great song. Oh. Yeah, that's a classic.
0: Okay. Yeah. Oh see that's what so so and like i understand it was like oh yeah you know white girl made it so you know all right maybe that's the main audience but like i don't remember there being any stigma about no <laughs> no it was just kind of like <laughs> i
1: definitely so think I remember when like they the sp- archetypal like white girl sing-along song mm-hmm, mm-hmm
0: but then we but then they switch over to a song that i don't know the lyrics of at all <laughs>
1: I've literally never heard that. Song. Yeah, exactly. I've literally never
0: so, heard. That. So, so, like that even sets up the contrast even more, right? Like, okay, so Sean and Marlon don't know one of the biggest hit songs of that year, but they do know the, but they and the white girls know the lyrics to this song. Like, what? Sure. What even is the song? And I was like,
1: so, yeah. What's going on? Like, you couldn't get the rights to a real song because there's so many actually popular songs from 2004 in the movie. Why did you choose? Yeah, a random. Rap song that I literally have never heard. What's the point?
0: Yeah. So And maybe that's what it is. Like, that contrast f- just felt more, like, stark to me. Like, okay, may- maybe not everyone knows, like, that Eve song, but you know this
2: song? Right. <laughs> you know? Totally.
0: Um, And, you know, of course, like, again, I feel like this is why the movie was made. Like, the idea of, like, what... You said the N-word. You're not supposed to say that. And, you know, them saying, like, well, there's no black people around. And, you know, just being sort of like, a, oh, hey, so it's okay to do it. da, da, da hey. Yeah. And, uh, I mean... <laughs> It's, again, a basic gag. Yeah, you and know? I also
1: wonder, I mean, obviously times have changed, but I wonder, like, how those white actresses felt. Like, were they excited? Like, were they reticent? Like, what what were you feeling when you saw in the script that you are going to have to gleefully sing the
2: N-word?
0: Well, see, I, I think about it in terms of, like, because, you know, okay, people are going to, you know, when you make a, a movie or whatever, it's like you may have to say words that are are, are not, you know, typically cool to say, but you're doing it in the service of something, right? Like, this character's like this because we're trying to prove a point about this, you know? And this movie definitely doesn't even try to do that. It wasn't even, <laughs> it wasn't even attempting to do that, but it's just the simple gag of, like, you know, it's just that sort of, oh, you're not supposed to say the N-word, oh, but they're giving you permission to say it as white girls who are actually black, so... Mm, maybe they should feel a bit more responsibility to, (laughs) you know, talking about this. But, okay, I guess we are just going to gloss over it for the joke of, like, maybe revealing that these white girls are, like, you know, maybe not as uh, uh, PC as they think they are. But that wasn't really established as a thing in the first place. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's not like it was even thought of that, like, oh, these are actually the liberal, uh, uh, white girls, but, oh, get them behind closed doors and we see what happens. It's just kind of like, just for the sake of the Mm -hmm. gag, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean?
1: I totally get
2: it.
0: But the fitting room scene was at least slightly enjoyable. Would you not, like, okay, the scene where, uh, uh, you know, the girl puts on, um, the outfit that, look, you know, it looks fine, like, it looks okay, and she turns over to uh sean who's like looking at her you know you hear fucking romantic music playing you know like oh man she looks hot because you know this guy thinks she looks hot and and she's like oh you know how do i look and and he's like oh man you you look fine as hell and she's like what the fuck are you talking about i look bad and i look fucking awful you know like just the the subversion of that idea of like Oh, a guy may think this girl looks hot, but like you know, girls will have this internalized thing of like looking at all our all all of our flaws. You know what yeah, I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I mean, like, I also I thought, think yes, it, there is like. I mean, if you have ever spent a lot of time with white women, obviously, like body dysmorphia and that stuff is not like a white, just a white woman's thing, but there is mm. a particular way mm-hmm. that like white women like relate to their bodies and talk about their bodies and like, I'm so fat and like that kind of thing. It is very, like, especially like, like wealthy, like upper middle class. There is like they did like accurately do that thing. Like look at my cellulite. Like look at my look at my at like look at my mm-hmm. love handles. That was a thing.
0: And but I, I I just hated how the scene ended. Again, just a cheap joke of um um oh uh uh, uh like she's wearing she's got all these tight clothes that she can't fit on or whatever. And, you know, she's like, uh, honey, this isn't working. And then a friend just goes like, well, of course not. You're wearing the wrong underwear. And just pulls her underwear up. Just gives her a wedgie for, like, no reason. Like like when you watch the scene play out it's just like what why the fuck did they do that and it was purely for the gag of like so it can cut to you know sean's face as he goes oh you
1: right. know what i'm More, saying like, you know physical there's no... comedy from sean committing to the bit
0: I, I did however like how they ended the scene where it was just like again her trying to put all this on all this tight shit and you know there's the gag of her saying like i think i need a bigger size and like honey you never need a bigger size And then when she finally comes out, it just like rips all the clothing. And I'm just like, Yeah, exactly. That was good. And they're like, Maybe a dress. Maybe a dress. I was like, I should have gone with that in the first place.
1: I will go with that. When all of the like seams are ripping, like that sequence was pretty, I won't say funny, but it was pretty like fun to watch. (laughs) It
0: it threw you off. It threw you off. (laughs) Um, then there's the the two police uh the two fbi officers they, they do this uh continuous gag of like oh who would you bang and the bit is very cheap but it kept throwing me off guard with just how much of a dick the latino dude was made to the white guy <laughs> we just like every reaction he would give he would just like be disapproving of he'd be like uh roseanne barr or you know fucking fran drescher or whatever and he'd be like ah roseanne he's like ah, what what are you doing? <laughs> and just like, like, just the fact that he's always disappointed with him, and yet never uh, is always cut off before he gives his answer. Like, I at least like that bit idea. You know what uh-huh. I mean?
1: I mean, I wasn't the biggest fan, but I see what you're saying.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's totally insensitive, <laughs> but like, there's at least like, okay, these two FBI guys—they're wasting time in between their mission. Whatever they're gonna say, some stupid shit, you know. Like at that level, I was able to enjoy it. You know what I'm trying to say? So you get the the, the nagging girlfriend again, who doesn't seem to know he has a job, uh, and it's apparently not possible for her to just for him to just tell her what's happening. Um, but you know, Sean is like, "Oh, look! At the end of the week, we're gonna be heroes." So you know, don't worry about it. And at that point, I paused the movie and I was like, "Heroes, y- heroes! <laughs> what? you you're only doing this whole thing." Because you didn't want to explain to your boss why the sisters you picked up have slight scars on their faces. Yeah. (laughs) You guys are-
1: So I did think it was interesting, like, the way that they, like, completely misrepresented. Like, I'm not deeply invested in, like, accurately representing the FBI. But it's like, did y'all even do any research? Like, come on. Like, did y'all just make this up? Did you? Well, was Google a thing back then? Yeah, it was. Uh, Like, Like, any just, like, foundational, like, there was no attempt at all to, like, be accurate.
0: Yeah, like, even with the two twins, okay, so you took care of them by keeping them in a, in, in a hotel. Are they not going to contact their friends at any point? Right! Cell <laughs> the phones were
1: definitely are they not gonna... a thing. <laughs> Like, what's going on? Yeah. Myspace? Yeah. Like, Zanga, Like, what's happening?
0: Yeah, it, it's ridiculous how just, like, unplausible this whole plot is. Oh, my God there's one scene where, of course, there's the Mrs. Doubtfire, you know, oh, people are showing up unexpected, what to do? But, you know, at least in that fucking movie, at least in that fucking movie, there's a gag, right? There's like the, oh, she has to run to the fridge real quick and put her face in a cake, so, you know, you can't see that the makeup isn't done yet. Like, there's something. But with this movie, it's just like, oh, their friends show up, and oh, it's not expected, but they're able to get to the door in a couple of minutes and have all the makeup on just fine. And it's just like, what? No.
2: Right. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's,
0: that's not the, slightly believable.
1: Point. And I also think that that, it makes sense for me why I would enjoy a movie like Mrs. Doubtfire and not enjoy this. Right. There's no attention
0: like the to detail. the very least. Then we get to, uh, you know, th- there's a scene where the the girls, the, the, they're braiding her hair or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Sean is braiding one of the girls hair and of course is able to do it very well. Cause I mean, he's black. <laughs> Uh, and uh, cause, cause he, he's able to braid her hair really right, quickly you those... see at one point it's half done Oh,
1: totally! and then all
0: of a sudden it's just done those cornrows <laughs> yeah. they're
1: so perfect the parts are super neat like I'm a black woman <laughs> and I can't even do that
0: <laughs> exactly uh, and then you have the fucking vomit-inducing line where they're like, oh, you know, wow. you know, uh, There's one you know, mini plot point where one of the friends is dealing with a boyfriend that is, you know, being uh, uh, careless, uh, being being a dickhead to her or whatever. And he's like, oh, sometimes I just wish guys could know what it's like to trade places yeah.
1: with us. <laughs> uh. Yes. Do you get it?
0: But then, you know, right, right when that, uh, uh, right when that point is brought up, someone knocks on the door, and uh, you know, two men are at the door, two kind of sketchy-looking guys and uh you know say hey are you you know one of the heirs' sisters and she goes like yeah and you know the two guys run in wrestler to the ground and they're like oh no what's going on The other brother comes in beats the shit out of the two guys because it's understood like oh man you know these could be the kidnappers and then her friends are like what are you doing these aren't kidnappers these are strippers hired to pretend to be kidnappers <laughs> to fucking uh you know take it by surprise take well to take the audience by surprise but you know to oh you know they are coming in to, to do a striptease for you. It's like, okay, no. Like, what I've seen is done in a movie, it's like, oh, like a firefighter, you know, calls, uh, comes to the door, and he's like, oh, there's been a fire in my pants. You know, like, it's something like that, where it's just like, okay, I don't actually believe there's a fire. Oh, there's some sort of joke going on here. Not fucking guys about to fucking kidnap you. <laughs> That's so funny. That's so funny. It's true. just so, I'm sorry, this movie is just so, like, ridiculously <laughs> done. It's just like, God damn it! <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, there's a fucking... I, I just want to skip all this dumb shit. There's a dumbass scene where they're at a beach. A horrible looking beach, by the way. Doesn't even look like a fucking Hamptons beach. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't even look like a nice looking ass beach in a rich neighborhood.
1: Yes, very basic. But whatever
0: the fuck. They're at this... Yeah, they're at this beach where uh uh, so, uh one of the bitchy girls white bitchy rich girl like throw you know asks one of the dudes with a douche haircut to to throw a football uh at one of uh, his friends but oh to miss on purpose and hit the beer tap that's next to the 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 white chicks which is just such a dumb gag it's just like this is stupid like you know what i mean like this is fucking playground shit Ooh, throw a ball that hits the beer tap next to them so that it sprays on them (laughs) at a beach where even if water sprays on you, you can just go into the ocean and be fine. Like, you know, like there's no fucking stakes in this goddamn movie. That's so true. (laughs) Oh my god. Uh, Oh shit, man. It just gets worse. Okay, so uh, there's a dumbass fucking scene where there's a, a fucking auction uh 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 the 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 bitchy white girl is like oh we're doing an auction um um and and i'm the first person so who wants to bet on me and uh the the, uh, the you know so and so gets uh, gets like twenty thousand dollars something like that and they're like oh that's awesome and then the stakes of the scene is basically oh uh sean or, or oh no it was marlon uh, is also one of the girls that's called up, and, you know, uh, he, he. who else wants to win a date with uh, the, the, the Marlin character, and, you know, someone throws up their hand for, like, $4 or something like that, people laugh, and then Terry Crews is there, so, you know, he offers, like, $1,000, you know, and all of a sudden, oh, we got a bet on our hands, and Sean is like, ooh, what do I gotta do? I gotta do something to keep, uh, you know, to keep Terry Crews from getting with him, so he goes behind random people and, like, tickles their underarms so that they raise their hands and so, so that it looks like they're betting oh
1: like, my like that's... this is when i was like you you've got to be fucking kidding me it was so juvenile. <laughs> it was
0: this is a movie for it, children it was
1: worse than for children it was it was so cartoonish it made no sense
0: it's like they ran out of yeah. ideas honestly like ooh ooh and tickle my arm and hand went up. But oh, this is dumb. And then you have the scene where fucking Sean Waynes tries to play the fucking ladies man role. You know where he's trying to pick up the one girl who's like you know fine as fuck, but is for some reason talking to this asshole. <laughs> and you know the whole scene he's like doing things to play himself up. You know he, he pays these kids five bucks to ask for his autograph in front of her and all this dumb shit. Oh, it's just so. It's these, like, dumb gags, these cheap jokes at the expense of, like, actually, like, you know, like, these cheap gags that, like, betray the character motivations that you're trying to have. It's like, look, if you're this guy who's just gonna pay five kids to fucking, like, make you look like a cool guy and then not even pay them the five dollars afterwards, like, tell them to split it between each other, like, you're a douchebag and I don't like you, like, you know? But it's supposed to be like, oh, oh, isn't it funny that he did that? It's like, no. Yeah. Oh, so bad, dude. I'm just th- this movie is a goddamn nightmare. Yeah, it's bad. I'm just thinking of all the other. Shit. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, he has to go on a date. Marlon has to go on a date with uh, Terry Cruz and there's a whole awkward thing where, like, oh, he's trying to not be appealing to Terry, uh, but oh, Tr- Trinell, I think that Latrell is the name of the character in the movie. But no matter what Marlon does, he likes her anyway because, you know, she's got that nice booty and those lips. And again, I think I think that, that that's a bit of the commentary, you know, like, oh, you, you know, you like these attributes when they're on a white chick, you know, that sort of thing. You know what yeah, I mean?
1: I don't even know if that was intentionally the commentary. Like, I don't think so. Um, because also, like, Sean is not or was it Marlon? Whoever that one was, like, they Marlon, aren't. Yeah. Shaped cute. Like, I don't know. It's, like, just, like, You're a right. fetishizing yeah. of, like, whiteness. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's, like...
0: Yeah, the, the, there's this whole thing where it's, like, the, the characters acknowledge that they don't look like white chicks, but then still... You know yeah. what I mean? Where it's, like, oh, we have to have the gag of noticing that they don't look like white chicks, but it's still gonna be completely unquestioned and no one ever really finds out. Right. You know? So it's just, like, well... Like, are we? Ple- is the movie supposed to have me believing that that this is so, or is it not? You That's know what such I mean. That's a
1: good point. Yeah, because I don't know. Like, if you saw them, okay, I'm just trying to put myself in the shoes. <laughs> if I was in a room and I saw these people, like, what would my first thought be? Like, I, I don't, I, like, I would I be like, oh, like weird makeup? Like, I don't know. I'm not sure what the actual reality <laughs> yes. is.
0: Like, maybe you got plastic surgery, like that one chick who wanted to look like a cat yeah, or something. Like maybe
1: I. That maybe that would be my first, like, oh, like, she's done something very strange to her face.
0: There's a whole dumbass, dumbass basic nightclub scene, which turns into a dance routine. At this point, it feels like a fucking nightmare.
1: <laughs> like, so I will say I love a dance routine. That's something I miss about the movies of mm-hmm. the early 2000s. Okay. They're all really good for um a choreographed dance sequence mm-hmm. i appreciate that but again but. very gimmicky very hacky just like very 2004
0: exactly it's like what the these the six white chicks just have a they coordinate this dance routine to, fucking just in case they were in the hamptons and someone challenged them to a dance battle like what is this <laughs> you know and if Very. the movie you was if the movie was fun and silly and ridiculous enough to carry us through that up to this point like it would be you know it's that suspension of disbelief that people always talk about with films you know like if the movie is fun and ridiculous enough that you can carry me to this point i can ride with you on the okay there's a fucking dance number breaks out whatever the fuck but it's just so unearned and then there's a weird fucking thing about the uh 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 the uh terry cruz wanting to slip a slip a mickey into one of the girls drinks Um, oh
1: yes things that would not fly in 2020 just add that to
2: the list
0: um but but sean is able to see it and you know switches the drinks and uh, he 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 roofies himself basically, and you know has has a whole crazy nightclub experience. Again, it's one of those scenes where it's just like this is really awkward and awful. But Terry Crews, oh boy, you are doing your best. He's out there on that dance floor being all sh- shirtless with the fucking light show thing, trying to just you know what I'm saying, just just trying to yeah, make the we people gotta laugh.
1: give it to Terry <laughs> Crews, like when he's like in his like lane, like slapstick lane, like. I have this crazy ripped body, but I'm a goofball lame. Like, he is good Mm at, like, that is his thing.
0: Yeah. Um...
1: He was fun.
0: So, fucking skip over all the bullshit. They get fired because they're found out. Uh, and then Sean thinks that they'll be able to get rehired by, you know, like all these fucking cop movies do, uh, going rogue and, and doing the, you know, finishing the mission... Uh, interrupting a case that's probably, you know, being currently investigated by the FBI, because wasn't that still happening? <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but okay, they're gonna pretend to be the White Chicks and continue the mission, and uh, there's just this fashion show that ends up happening, and oh, the White Chicks find out that the that the that they have been in the Hamptons, and somehow this fucking dance battle gets fucking. Uh, newspaper-worthy news, whatever the fuck, (laughs) fine. You know, hey, I, to, to around 2004, I, you know, it was a thing. Like, oh, you know, the, uh, Paris Hilton, you know, the heiress was caught in a nightclub, you know, may, maybe uh, flashing a little more than she should. You know, that, that sort of whole bullshit. Oh,
1: that oh, that's so true. That was a big thing. Oh, gosh. We were all so gross back then. Yeah,
0: you know, when you think so about gross
1: it. And misogynistic. When
0: you really think yeah. about it, man, I, I, there was one South Park episode that I remember... Uh, you know, South Park has never always been, uh, you know, particularly on the ball when it comes to the social commentary. But I remember this one episode where they the, it was about, like, Britney Spears and how, like, you know, she had been, like, just exploited even when she, like, fucking shoots herself in the face or something like that. It's just like... Ooh, damn, yeah No, why weren't yeah, we treating these fucking true. pop stars like this? <laughs>
1: Celebrity culture in the early 2000s was such a shit show It was yeah,
0: such a mess Where we're basically saying, oh, because you're this airhead, socialite heiress who, who shouldn't have your wealth It's actually, you know, kinda okay that you're getting your comeuppance By, you know, having your yep. sex life intruded into and, and have your personal nightlife intruded into You know what I'm saying?
1: that was a crazy time yes that is exactly what it was
0: yeah um but uh uh so but but there's none of that deeper social commentary in this shit uh no the way it ends is the, the, the heiresses find out the truth uh I guess they were just fucking I don't know at the hotel watching fucking tv for the last three days
1: (laughs) right not contacting anybody not letting anybody know where they were yeah yeah just hanging out
0: and so they come in uh uh turns out the whole the whole uh uh, plot is being devised by i think the wilson dad himself in order to get the guy to kidnap the the women, so so they can get the money because they're actually broke or, or something. He's some, broke. So yeah, somebody's yes, broke. Yes, he's
1: broke. He needed the money.
0: Yeah, exactly. Somebody's broke. Who you think is rich? The girls, the real girls, end up going to the fashion, uh, uh the fashion show that's happening. You know, old, real, you know, they're gonna they're gonna get some ribs in on the fashion industry. Uh, that that's gonna be real clever uh, in in a way that Zoolander totally didn't do better. Um, <laughs> um but then you know you get this whole thing where it's like okay the real girls come in and it's like oh they meet up with the 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 super flamboyant uh uh fashion guy and he's like oh my god uh, i need you guys to be on my runway because you guys are so the it girls and so you know there's the confusion of wait oh they're sending out the real girls and the 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 actual uh, uh sean and marlon girls what oh what a kerfuffle and that whole bullshit happens it doesn't fucking like i don't even want to fucking describe it's it just so doesn't matter at this point like they've they've lost all my respect and goodwill <laughs> if they had planned this to be like a parody or a satire of something <laughs> maybe this could have worked but it's so half-assed you know what i'm saying uh and then of course like like if they were going to do a parody there would at least be some sort of send-up of the idea of two guys just got fired from the FBI and are just going to continue to pretend to be these women. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, there's something wrong with that. That should be commented on. <laughs> that should be illegal. <laughs> Someone should be stopping them. It's fucked up.
1: They, the two sets of white chicks meet, or they both are on the, they both are in the fashion mm-hmm.
0: show. Uh, yeah, the, the uh, bitchy rich chick, uh, gives them the wrong sort of like dress or something like that it's some sort of Bjork swan contraption thing that he that she puts in their wardrobe.
1: Right? Mhm, mhm. Um and then okay, so this is where I don't know if I like go <laughs> stop. I wasn't sure how we get to the paint. I wasn't sure what we skipped ah. through.
0: Okay, let me yeah, let me look. What <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, no, this is stupid I literally had to look back it, it, it is hyper-contrived I had to look back at this shit So basically what happens is they uh, uh, the, the, the friends of the, the white chicks Go over and go like Ooh, you know, those bitchy girls are ruining our friend's show Here's what we're gonna do We're gonna pull a railing uh, Where the girls are Up top, you know, above the show That makes them fall down Possibly to their deaths." But okay, whenever they survive it <laughs> and, But then After they fall, they just kind of Look up, and then it's just like Oh, there's red paint That was up there, and then it just Got these two just random Fucking buckets just fall on them Yeah
1: I completely missed this entire Thing So where the, where did the red paint come from? It was just it was there
0: Just And it doesn't even make sense that it was there Because it was just like the ledgering that they should have fallen from shouldn't even be level anymore so like if the paint was going to fall it should have already fallen it's just like this it's so dumb like obviously badly directed moment like a very clearly badly directed moment
1: Okay, because I was like, okay, well, we're giving us like carry vibes, exactly. like you know, we're getting we're getting a carry illusion here, but I just didn't know how we got there, but it doesn't make sense how we got there, so I didn't miss it. Yeah, anything. there's not
0: even the dedication to setting it up properly. Literally, they fall off of the railing that th- their friends, you know, uh, pull the pull the string for. Somehow they fall down and don't break their necks, and then they get up and then look up and then what? There were two paint buckets that were sitting on this. Tilted, uh, <laughs> framers that just fell just now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that they didn't. That no one set up. It's not like the friends set that up. Like they just kind of pulled the thing, and oh look, two paint buckets just happened to be there. Like yeah, it's a complete fucking contrivance. Absolute bullshit. Absurd.
1: Yeah. Okay. Man, okay.
0: Fuck this movie. <laughs> I really just had, like, wow. (laughs) Just to, that really just put the icing on the cake. Just, like, not even trying to set up anything. Not even trying to, like, have any A follows B follows C. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) right like it's just it it's whoa, so wacky that that happened and then all oh, the fashion guy is is happy with it because he's like wow it's so brilliant and creative
1: <laughs> you know something that I do think about is like somebody had to greenlight this movie so somebody <laughs> uh a, a Hollywood executive most likely
2: white
1: <laughs> like Read this script and was like, That's it. Like, this is it. Like, let's go with it. No notes. Like,
0: yeah, no, no, that would be too ridiculous. Uh, but keep this. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah, very strange. And it's like they ran out of time. Like, the way that it was wrapped up, like, so it's like, Okay, and the movie is not short. Like, it's still like an hour and 15 minutes.
0: An hour and 48 minutes. (laughs) I was like, Wait, yeah. (laughs) You could at least breeze by, you know. But god damn, right. wasted yeah. my time. Yeah, uh, basically a, a fucking, a fucking Chinese dragon puppet thing comes out of but fucking nowhere that a whole bunch of people are under, and uh, <laughs> they try to smuggle the girls out or something. It <laughs> it really is just fucking nonsense. Like there's this uh. There's this YouTuber has this channel called, uh, what is it, uh, Pitch Meetings. And he talks about, like, you know, what if someone, like, you watch these bad movies and you think, like, someone had to pitch this, right? (laughs) Like, you know, what if someone had to explain what this was? And, you know, it's probably not really how most movies go, right? Like, most movies are like, they have a certain idea, but then when you film it, things can change or whatever the fuck, you know? But, like, if you had to describe a final product of a movie, (laughs) you know what I mean? As if, like, that was Mm -hmm. what they intended. Like, yeah, a lot of shit would seem really wacky. And this movie in particular is just fucking bonkers. Just... Fucking madness
1: It it truly is absurd Like it actually is ridiculous I tried to read like the log line Like before and I was like this Okay like it doesn't
0: It doesn't even satisfy like the whole idea Of the social commentary Under which a contrived ass movie like this Would even be happening in the first place You know like
1: Yeah like there is a way that this could be Really interesting and insightful But it's just I don't know. They ran out of time. They couldn't fully flesh it out. Or they don't have the skill yeah. to. I and, don't
0: and know. Again, as someone who, you know, loved their movies, loved their stuff, knew that they were, like, you know, for the longest time, like, what they did with satire and parody. That's what they are good at. And I even remember, like, when this movie came out and it being like, wait, you guys aren't, like, lampooning anything? You're not, like, making any fun of anything in particular? Like, is it is it... Am I just supposed to laugh at the idea of Haha ha, rich white girls are dumb Like you know
1: Yeah I think that is what we were just Supposed to laugh at and like I said Many many people did <laughs> like,
0: so again, it's, a, it's a harmless easy target You know like rich, yeah. rich white girls They're not going to complain because they're rich and having a good life Anyway so you can just make fun of the fact that They're vapid and their lives Don't amount to much Or whatever the fuck right. um, But the one thing That felt like it was slightly worth it was the joke of terry cruz finding out at the end that you know when when marlon takes off the wig he's just like you know he, he, the whole time you know Mar- uh, uh, uh terry cruz is like baby i don't care if you're an undercover agent you know i'll still love you whatever da, da, da. and he goes like no you don't understand
1: that was the one time i left it was literally i waited an hour and 40 minutes for that but the big reveal when he's like you're black oh so good so shout out to terry cruz because that was great.
0: exactly it is this whole movie is only for that one part and it is not fucking worth it
1: no it is not it's it's truly not at you all you can see
0: this one gag on youtube and and, and you you've already got the best of this film I like the other waynes brothers movies and as much as they do like step over the line in terms of you know making fun of people like the main thing that they're going for is the idea of like oh subverting your expectations by ribbing at these things that are sensitive taboos and they make you laugh because it throws you off like i get it there's a yeah. there's an art to the screw uh, not just the screwball co- comedy but like the idea of like the gross out comedy the that's using these things to like prod and poke at society but You know, whereas sometimes it ends up saying something, other times it feels really fucking insensitive and, like, they just weren't goddamn thinking about it. And this movie is one where, like, up to this point, I I could make the excuses for a lot of these Waynes Brothers movies where it's like, yeah, I know, like, this is insensitive and that's insensitive, but, like, I threw you off with this. And actually, when you look at the film as a whole, they're kind of saying something about this and you can appreciate it on that level. This, there is nothing. It is just bad base humor that thinks it's so fucking clever for making fun of rich teenagers, you know?
1: (laughs) I mean, I doesn't think, I mean, maybe it does think it's clever, but for me, when I was watching this movie, I was like, oh, well, they just made this to get a check. Yeah. (laughs) They just made this to, like, have something to do and the studio, I I didn't realize that this was after the scary movies, but, like, the studio was like, oh, well, people will go see this because this is people they like Mm -hmm. and they'll collect their checks. Like, whatever. Get your money. It is whatever.
0: And, you know, uh, uh, Wayne's Brothers movies normally have that rubbing up again you know, the the racial conversations with movies like Don't Be a Menace to South Central with movies like in parts of Scary Movie, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so like, it's not that that's not there it's just, it's so devoid of anything that that is clever that throws you off, that anything that's a part of this type of humor that makes you go, "Ooh, that was offensive, but fuck. Ah, you threw me off and you got me, you know, like that at least cheeky yeah. sense of like, Oh, I should feel bad for laughing at this, but I ah, got me though. Like, it's not even that. It's just like, just joke after joke where you're just like, Oh, you went for that. Oh, you went for that. <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah. 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 That's it. Just yeah. cheap laughs. Easy. Oh my God. The- but the thing is like, their reward. That's my other thing is like, I also have to think about audience, right? Yeah, is this like, what people wanted? Yeah, is that? The, like, maybe they just want cheap and easy.
0: Is this what you want, people? Is this what you want? Yeah. <laughs> dance, monkey dance. <laughs> oh,
1: I mean, it sounds bad, but I really feel like that's legit. I,
0: I, look, at the end of the day, you're at the mercy of the machine, you know? Uh, fucking, oh my, I... I just saw another one of my notes that just pissed me off again the fucking sitcom misunderstanding where the the shrewing naggy girlfriend uh comes all the way to I don't know how she knows where these where the girls hotels are but whatever the fuck she comes in and uh you know, she comes in, she's looking around, where's the white chick? I want to know where she is. Where is she? And then, you know, oh, it's revealed Sean, uh, she finds Sean Marlin's, uh, Sean Wayne's in the, in the chick costume, and he's like, that's it, I am leaving. And you know, as she's leaving, uh, Marlin goes like, wait, uh, baby, you don't understand, it's not what you think. She's a man! And, you know, the girlfriend looks back and like, that is messed up! And then turns back, and it's just like, just fucking, I just threw my fucking head in my hands. Just like the, uh, just, the, uh, okay we already have the transphobic joke, like, there, but just, like the fact that it's so contrived in the sense of like, if you're trying to explain to your girlfriend that you're not fucking a white chick, wouldn't you be like, hey, it's my brother, take off the wig like, it's just so fucking contrived that it's goddamned insulting Like, the only way that would work is if you're a fucking idiot who wouldn't be trying to communicate properly to your girlfriend what's happening.
1: Agreed. 100%. But, you know... I did, like, I will say that I did like the little, like, know your worth. Like, you know, with the busy Phillips character when she's, you know, like, the side chick and she finally realizes that she deserves (laughs) to be more than the side chick. Like, yeah.
0: Yeah, satisfying enough, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, like overall it's it's this it is a it is a dirge of a movie to get through. And It's actually horrible. Yeah, legitimately like a blight on their career. <laughs> like they're the two maybe funny moments aren't worth this goddamn schlock. Not worth seeing again. Don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> fucking watch In Living Color Try to find that shit Try to find Don't Be A Menace to South Central Try to find the Wayne's Brothers TV show For God's sakes But whatever you do Don't waste your time with this fucking bullshit And that's all I have to say about that
1: <laughs> Absolutely
0: Oh my god I agree uh, So if, if you don't have any uh, parting notes uh, I'm about to fucking wrap this puppy up <laughs>
1: Um. What would my? I, I think that everybody involved should be ashamed. <laughs> um. I hope that they were paid really, really well. And um. Also, what happened to Sean Lance? Does he still? He doesn't still uh, do stuff, uh, right?
0: He's gone. I, I kind of think it's like his career is sort of dependent on Marlon because it's like you need the wacky guy to the straight man character, which Sean, you know is okay at playing at best you know
1: (laughs) what if sean was like secretly really a brilliant actor like what if secretly in his Mm. heart like he really wanted to do like serious drama And he was
0: being held back by by his older brother he should have struck out like damon did he should (laughs) have
1: yeah that's
0: true oh man
1: but he must have enough money because he's we don't see him in any like bs commercials yeah true commercials or like movies so good for him uh
0: you know and then you got your boy Marlon he's uh he's doing things with Netflix uh where he clearly has not learned his lesson
1: yeah that's what uh, another reason why I object to ranking Sean too (laughs) high (laughs) because (laughs) we see what he has made since then that's a
0: good point if you're gonna look at the scope of their careers uh (laughs) <laughs> if we're taking all that into account you know that does bump your boy uh down a few notches bumps him down below keenan you know uh, all right you know what <laughs> i'm gonna give you yeah. that
1: <laughs> yeah he, it's just not i don't know yeah. that that netflix movie where he's like oh my God. eight characters or something yeah, and, and, and like one of them is a baby is i don't know did i is that one of them is a little like kid a right
0: fever dream like did, did this shit not come out, like, a decade and a half ago or something?
1: Yeah, very, very bizarre. Weird sensibilities. Yeah,
0: and, and wouldn't he also doing, like, there... He did a Netflix special that was, eh. Um, a Netflix comedy special. Then he did, like, some, like... TV show on Netflix where it's just like I tried watching it, you know for the sake of being like, hey, you know, give, give the guy a chance, you know, you, you were a fan of him why, why, why the fuck not? And it's just like it's just the same sort of contrived, you know a uh, uh, man-child who can't grow up, uh, you know somehow is, is pulling this really odd chick, but there's a, some acknowledgement that, cause she's getting with someone else and she's trying to move on, but it's just like, it's kind of like a Mrs. Doubtfire situation where it's just like, okay, the the, the, the scope I mean, the 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 eyes we're supposed to be seeing through is through is the loser schlub guy who should be moving on, and uh, now I'm getting caught up on the idea of why are you not just moving on and you're just trying to intrude in the, the, this woman's life, you know what I'm saying? Where it's like, oh, but he has the kids with her, he's such a good guy, and, you know, uh, the Marlin show on on, on fucking uh, CBS or fucking UP in uh, Thursdays or something like that, but it's like a decade and a half too late where it's like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Bad. And
1: um, and he keeps getting chances, so it's yeah. not. I mean, I mean, he gets a lot of
0: chances. Well, see, I, then there's the fucking. He did the Fifty Shades of Black movie, which again is just running the the shit into the ground i'm not going to be doing that shit uh unless uh the, you uh, lovely Kofi donors out there would like to uh give a donation uh <laughs> you know we we are doing that on this podcast if you'd like to do a, a donation one-time donation that is a 30 dollar donation to my Kofi fi slash uh rap critic so uh if you want to send that request through i will do it but uh otherwise fuck no i'm not looking at any of these goddamn movies because holy shit they have lost all the fucking credibility especially marlin after this goddamn thing and i remember watching 50 shades of black with my friends a couple years ago and being like holy shit how the i don't even know if the word mighty is the word but at least the funny have fallen (laughs) and
1: or like interesting at the very yeah. least, like have it be interesting. It's just not- It's just
0: man, there there's just it's just this fucking the most basic type of bargain bin blockbuster rental movie humor you know what I'm saying? You know, you know when you go to like a blockbuster back in the day, and it would be like, "Hey, what's this black movie that like didn't get like a you know a theater release and stars like Cat Williams before he was really that well known?" You know, it's it's that type of caliber of humor. This type of fucking movie. So thank you for listening. Uh, thank you actually for you know you should probably thank us for uh you know helping you not waste your time to see this movie by listening to this. Instead. It was hard.
1: <laughs> It was a struggle, for real. Uh,
0: thank you to 4Harriet's, uh, well, uh, thank you to Kimberly <laughs> for her uh, guest mm. spot. And you can check her out on her uh, YouTube channel, 4Harriet, which is uh, pretty fucking awesome. Want to tell the people before we get up out of here, you know, special shout-outs, special fuck yous, you know.
1: My fuck you is to the... Entire U.S. prison industrial complex yeah. and um, every police union in this country. It, that is my special fuck you. Yeah,
0: exactly. And and you know what? It's it's warranted and relevant because of this goddamn movie with this <laughs> shitty-ass portrayal. Yes. Or, or accurate portrayal of the FBI. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, are they doing shit like this? <laughs> They're not going right. to let we us know.
1: Do, we, we do not know.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh But uh, until next time, uh, uh, these are the controversial uh, uh, thoughts and opinions coming to you. Again, thank you for listening to the podcast. If you want to check it out, uh, you can check out all the uh, other episodes that don't go live on Patreon.com slash Review A New Podcast. So definitely check that out if you want to check it out. Again, special thank you to my guests for showing up and a special apology from me for wasting your time with this piece of shit film uh <laughs> and and until next time i'm the rap critic for the review a new podcast saying don't watch this goddamn movie
1: yeah <laughs> it's it's pretty bad
0: the more i see the more i do don't tell me it's the car he don't want to know what's going on